now we're going to look at hashes in Ruby. Now hashes in Ruby are uh, somewhat similar to arrays, but instead of uh, having elements inside of them, they have key value pairs inside of them. Uh, so let's hop into IRB real quick and take a look at our first uh, example of a hash here. So I'm hopping to IRB and I'm going to define a new local variable called credentials and then I'm going to assign that to point to a hash. Now uh, with arrays, we wrote array literals with a beginning open square bracket and a closing square bracket and then inside of there we would put our elements. Um, with a hash, instead of the square brackets we use curly braces so we would do an open curly brace and a closed curly brace that begins and ends our hash. Now inside of here is where we put our key value pairs. So let's say this was credentials for like an AWS S3 service or something. Um, what we can do in here is we can uh, write uh, some keys like uh, let's say public key and then we would say colon and then a space and then we next to this we would assign it uh, a value. So let's say our key was uh, public key was ASDF1234 for example. Now uh, let's add another key value pair in here. We would say comma and then let's say this would be our secret key for example. So secret key colon and then we would write what our secret key is. So let's say it's uh, four five or four three two one uh, FDSA. In that string, we already have our closing curly or uh, yeah closing curly brace right here. So if we hit enter on this, we see that we get back that uh, hash that we just created. Now, uh, if we wanted to get some values out of this hash. Uh, similar to how when we wanted to index into an array to, to get the element back and we use the square bracket notation, we do the same thing here except that uh, in this case what we would do is pass a what's known as a symbol in Ruby. Now we haven't talked about symbols in Ruby but for the moment you can think of them um, sort of like strings um, but they, tip, they, they just point to always point to one thing and they reference one thing all the time. So let's look at that. So let's say credentials and then uh, we would open a square bracket and let's say we wanted to get the value for the public key. So we would begin with a colon in this case, symbol start with a colon, and then the name of the key. So we'd say public key in this case, close our square bracket, hit enter, and then we see that we get back the value that the key in the hash called public key is pointing to. It points to this value here. Similarly, if we want to get the secret key, we can say credentials, open square bracket, secret key, close square bracket, if we hit enter on that, then we see that we get back the secret key value uh, returned to us. Now we can update values in this hash as well um, with somewhat of a similar syntax. So let's, uh, let's update our public key, for example. I'm gonna recall my public key uh, line right here. And then I'll do space equal sign for uh, to set some assignment. And now let's say we wanted to set the value to ASDF, ASDF, ASDF. So if we hit enter on that, we will see that returned back to us is the new value that we are setting this key to point to. And if we look at our credentials uh, variable now, or that uh, hash that our credentials local variable points to, and we look at the public key key, we can see that the value has been updated from here. Uh, with a similar syntax, we can also assign, uh, with a similar syntax to this one here that I've highlighted, we can assign new key value pairs to our hash. So let's say, for example, we wanted to set a region in this uh, credentials, ha credentials hash. I can't type today, but let's say credentials, and then we give it uh, the symbol 
of a key. Remember, symbols start with a colon. Uh, but if you're going to use them inside a hash here, uh, as these like uh, keys like this, you can end them with a, a colon. So we say credentials, symbol for a region, close the curly brace. Again, uh, let's put some spaces here, an equal sign. And then let's say the region is AWS, I don't know, East 2, for example. We'll hit enter on that. We see return to us is the value that we've assigned to this key. But if we look at the credentials uh, uh, hash now, we can see that the hash now has a new key in it for the region. Now, uh, similar to how we called size on arrays to find out the number of elements inside that array, we can do the same thing for hashes. We can call it the size method on a hash to know how many key value pairs there are inside that hash. So let's look at our uh, credentials hash now, and let's say credentials.size. If we hit enter on that, we see that we get back the number three because there are three key value pairs inside this hash. Here's one, and they're separated by commas, so there's our comma. Here's our second one, and then here is our third one. Now, uh, some other cool things that we can do is we can just get back an array of the keys inside this hash with the keys method. So if we say credentials, dot keys and hit enter we see that we get back an array of symbols each one corresponds to uh, every key inside of our hash we can also get back just the values from the hash uh, with the values method so if we say credentials uh, dot values oops and hit enter we get back an array of all the values inside that hash now let's look at uh, deleting elements from a hash so let's say we wanted to get rid of this region key value pair that we just added in here a moment ago. So what we can do is we can say credentials.delete. And then the delete method uh, takes an argument, which will be the key that we want to delete. So in our case, uh, we would pass in here as an argument region, the symbol for region. Close our argument list with the closing parenthesis. If we hit enter on that, we see that what is returned to us is the value that that key uh, was pointing to and then if we look at our credentials hash again we can see that that key no longer exists now so far um, the values that we've uh, set our keys to point to have just been strings but they can be any objects they can be strings they can be integers they can be arrays they can be other hashes so let's look at a quick example of that I'm gonna make a local variable uh, named me I'm going to assign that to uh, reference a new hash here that we're going to create. So uh, I'm going to use an open curly brace here to open up our hash literal. And then let's set a name key on here. And then we want that to be uh, Colin. And then let's see what else do we want. Maybe an age key. Age, uh, I'm not 38 yet, but I will be this year. So let's put 38. And then uh, maybe how about a hobbies key? Okay, now hobbies. Uh, we, let's point that to an array of a few hobbies here. So uh, one of my hobbies is programming. Uh, I also do it for work, but uh, I enjoy it enough that it, uh, it is a hobby I do do it in my spare time and that does not feel like work. Uh, so yeah, programming is a hobby. And then let us, let's see, skateboarding, I like to do that. And then I also uh, like to do a bit of drumming. So we do, then we will close off that uh, array for our hobbies. And then let's go ahead and just end our hash here. So we hit enter on that. We see return to us is the new hash that we just created. 
And then let's see. Let's um, let's look at this. Let's uh, let's get back uh, all of our hobbies here. So the way we would do that is we would say me, and again, again, let's key into that hash using the bracket syntax here. And then inside the brackets, we would pass in the symbol for hobbies. Close that off, and if we hit enter here, we see that we get back an array of all the hobbies. Now we can you can call any of the uh, array methods on this that we saw previously. For example, we can join them together with commas and spaces. So if we recall the me hobbies line that we just ran, and then we call dot join, and remember join takes an argument of how to join the elements in the array. <clears throat> and let's say we want to do a comma and a space is how we want to join all of these. So let's close off our argument list there with a closing parenthesis, and we hit enter. We see that we get back one string of all of our hobbies now. So we, we've joined every element in that array into one string. Um, and each element is separated by a comma in a space. We can also call uh, our size method from uh, on our array here, right? Get back, uh, so we have three hobbies in this array. So yeah, so <clears throat> again, we're just getting an array returned to us here. So from this point, we can operate on that uh, object just with any other array methods that we know already or go explore some and use uh, those methods here. Let's really quick look at a uh, nested array example. So let's say we have a local variable called pets that's going to point to a hash. Now uh, let's say we can go on a new line here and let's say uh, we have a dog and a cat. So let's say there's a dog key and that points to a hash and then that will have let's just say the name of our dog uh, will be spot so we'll end that hash and then uh, we'll put a comma and on the next line we'll set, we'll set a cat key and then we'll say name um, uh, let's see what's a good cat name I have no idea uh, yarn maybe How's that? I don't know. let's go with the yarn okay so we'll end that and then let's end off our overall hash here and hit enter so we see that return to us we have a hash that has keys that point to values that are themselves hashes. So how would we get into uh, all the way down to get the name of spot? So the way we would do that is we would say pets and we would key into that hash at the key of dog, close that off. And then, so let's just do that. That's We see there that we get back the hash with the name of the dog. To get the actual name value returned back to us, after that closing bracket, we can open up a new bracket and then pass the symbol for name in there, close that bracket, and then we see that we get back spot. So another way we can do this is by using the dig method. So to use the dig method, we can say pets.dig, open up an argument list here, and then pass the symbols in order that we need to go down. So in our case, the first one would be dog. So we could say dog, and then the next one we need is name. So we'd say comma, and then the symbol for name, close our argument list off here, hit enter, and we see that it digs down into the nested hashes and gets back to us the value of spot. Now, let's take a, our first look at um, using Ruby blocks here. So let's, let's say, for example, we have our list of hobbies right here, and let's say we wanted to print out each one uh, capitalized, for example, okay? So, what we can do is we can say uh, me and then we can key into that hash uh, with the hobby symbol and then what we can do is call the ruby each method here 
So a Ruby, uh, each, what it's going to do is each takes a block and blocks can be defined in a couple ways. Um, you can use uh, curly brace syntax, which looks exactly like uh, how you uh, like define a hash. It's just an open curly brace and a closing curly brace and you would write your code inside of this. Um, or you can use the do in syntax. Most folks tend to use the curly braces if the code that is going inside that, um, the curly braces can fit on one line. And most people tend to use the do in style when the code that goes inside the body of the block uh, spans across multiple lines. Let's, uh, let's first look at the do in style. So what we do is say each right here, give it a space, and then we write the keyword do. Now, in this case, what we need to do is we need our block to take an argument to it so that inside of the block body, we can use each of these elements that we're going to receive inside the block to do something with. So the way we uh, declare a block parameter is with uh, pipe characters. So we do two vertical pipes, and then inside of here, we can name the variable whatever we want. In this case, uh, I'm going to say, let's name it hobby, okay? So then, uh, now that we're here, let's, uh, what do we want to do again? We want to print out each uh, element in this array capitalized. So let's do puts and then hobby dot capitalize. And then uh, what we do next is we uh, write the end keyword here to end off our block. So let's step, before we run this, let's step through this real quick. So me, we're keying into that with the hobby symbol. That is going to return back to us this array right here of these three string objects. Now each, what it's going to do is it's going to iterate through this array and pass each element to our block. So we've pulled off this block argument here. This block argument, it, each time it, through each iteration, uh, this hobby block variable is going to point to a different element in this array. So the first time through, we're going to get the symbol or the string for programming here. So down here in the body of our block, we're going to say hobby.capitalize, which again, in this first iteration, we'll have the string programming. So you can think of hobby saying the string object programming.capitalize, and then we're going to print out the result of that method call. Then we're going to loop through the continue iterating through the array and we'll get the second element, which is skateboarding passed in and it will be held in this block variable called hobby. So that's what hobby will point to. Then we're going to call capitalize on that and then print out the result. And then one more time, we'll do it again. The last time it will be drumming and we'll do the same thing. We'll capitalize it and print it out. So let's hit enter on this and see what we get. So we can see here, this is the result of the uh, block body of code running. So we get each element printed out on its own line, capitalized, and then it returns back to us, uh, the array here. Um, let's look quickly. We, we didn't discuss this before, but there's a couple of different ways you can print out things. Um, there's puts as we've been using. There's also print. Let's look at uh, the difference here. If we run the same code that we just did, but with print this time, uh, we see that it actually prints everything on the same line versus the puts method will add a new line character at the end if one's not already there. So that's how we got the nice printing of everything on one line. There's also the P method here. So you can just say P and if we run this, we can see 
Um, it prints everything on its new line, but it gives us like more of the actual representation of what the object is. We can see that here, in this case, these objects are strings. So just quickly, I wanted to cover the different print methods here, uh, just so you can kind of uh, see kind of how they operate. And again, definitely uh, play with these on your own and get more experience and exposure to them and look at the documentation for them. So now we've seen how to iterate through elements of an array here that we got back by keying into our me hash here. Um, we can also iterate through the elements or the key value pairs of a hash itself. So let's look at that. So if we just take our me uh, variable that references that hash of all the attributes or details of me, um, we can call dot each on that and the same thing. We can say do. And now here we can do a couple different things. Let's first, um, Let's see, let's first just make one block variable here called details. And we'll close the block off, uh, block variable off with a vertical pipe. And then inside here, let's just, uh, let's see, let's just do puts details and run this. Make sure to put our end keyword here. If we run this, we see that uh, it prints each uh, key value uh, pair out to the terminal here for us. Each one's on its own line here and then it returns to us uh, the hash here. Now let's look if we did the same thing with uh, P in this case. Let's run this. Let's see what we get. So when we get P uh, we can see that the block argument, how it's coming in, it's actually giving us the key and value uh, through each iteration. So when we uh, look at this and we look at P it prints out an array that contains the key and the value each time through each iteration of uh, going through um, the hash. So, and let's do a final one with print. If we do print here and run this, we can see that again, it prints everything all in one line, but uh, same result as what we saw with the P, we get two element arrays back each time. Now, if we didn't want this, what we can do is we can uh, go over here. Let's uh, actually let me rewrite this. We can say me dot each do, and then as our block argument, we can define two block arguments here. So let's say uh, key and val here, and then end this off. So key comma val. What this is going to do is since we get a two element array as we saw um, passed in each time, right here, uh, what we and right here as well. What this is going to do is when we do key comma value, when this array comes into our block argument, it's going to separate out those two elements and assign them to the corresponding uh, variable names. So the first element, the symbol name, <clears throat> excuse me, will be assigned to the key block variable. And then the string of column will be assigned to the val block variable. So then what we can do inside of here is let's say uh, puts and then let's uh, practice some string interpolation here. So puts, and then let's do key, and then let's just say interpolate val right here. And then uh, after I run this, we're gonna look at this uh, syntax right here, because this is actually another way to uh, create hash key value pairs. Um, but let's make sure to type our end keyword here and hit enter. And when we do that, we see that <clears throat> uh, we had just like I, I mentioned, the vet, like the uh, the two element arrays, those elements have been split and assigned to the appropriate um, block var uh, block variable. So we get name, Colin, age, thirty eight, hobbies, and then that points to the array of hobbies here. Um, let's see. Let's uh, as I mentioned here, you can write 
key value pairs another way. For example, I'm just going to make a random hash here. We can say, let's do a string this time of foo, and then uh, equals uh, greater than operator, and then we'll point that to the string of bar, end off our string, and close our hash. Hit enter on that, and we see that we get no errors. This is a valid way to write key value pairs as well. And also, a lot of people refer to this as the hash rocket symbol because it kind of looks like a, a rocket uh, there. So that's another way that you can uh, uh, define key value pairs. This is an older style of uh, doing it. In some cases, you still need to write it like this, um, but the more modern style is using uh, the symbol uh, key value pairs as, as we've uh, done previously, like we did this first time right up here. So just wanted to show that to you because you will see both out in the wild, um, but just know that the more modern way is to use the um, more of the keyword style or symbol style of uh, defining the key value pairs. Also, let's quickly look at what happens if we try to retrieve a key that doesn't exist in our hash. Uh, so currently, there is no uh, location key referenced or, or um, set in our me hash. So if I hit enter here, we get back nil because that key doesn't exist. It doesn't point to any value, so we get back nil. And now let's look at another really common method to use with hashes here. I'm going to clear out my terminal here. Uh, we still have our me variable that points to the hash of all the details about myself. Uh, let's say, let's make a new local variable called new age, and then uh, let's assign that to a new hash. That hash is going to have a key called age in it, and let's say uh, 39. So hit enter on that, so we've got our new hash. Uh, the method we're gonna look at now is called merge. So what you can do is you can use the merge method to merge two hashes together. But when you do so, <clears throat> any keys that are in the hash that you're passing as the argument to the merge method, if those same keys are present in the initial hash that you're calling the merge method on, the values from the, the hash in the argument will overwrite the values in the initial hash. So for example, uh, let's let's do this with these two hashes here. So let's do the me hash, which has an age key of 38. So let's say me.merge, and then uh, let's open up our arguments uh, list with the open parenthesis here. And then uh, merge will take the hash that we want to merge into the other one, so the me hash, and we'll close that argument list off. Now, if we do this and hit enter, we will see that the hashes have been successfully merged, but the age key has been overwritten in the me hash. Uh, this value, 39, has overwritten the previous one. Uh, if we were to do it the opposite way, the new age um, hash would have 38 in it instead of the 39 that we defined or that we set right here when we defined the hash. Uh, also, the keys for hashes don't have to just be strings or symbols. They can be other objects as well. Let's look at an example. Let's say H, and then we'll open up a new hash, and then let's do an array here. Let's do let's do a two-element array. Uh, we'll put the strings foo and bar in that array. And then uh, when you do this, however, you can't use the uh, sort of keyword or symbol uh, um, style of syntax to set the key value pairs. You have to use the hash rocket style. Whoops. So this, and then let's just set this to point to the string baz. And we'll close off our hash here. We hit enter. Again, we see we get no errors. We get that new hash returned back to us. Now, if we wanted to get the uh, baz value out of this hash, 
we have to uh, key into that hash with the two element array of foo bar. So we would say H and then open up a, um, a square bracket. And then inside that square bracket, excuse me, I got a hair in my eye there. Um, we would open up a square bracket and then inside of there, instead of how we normally have been passing symbols in there, um, we would pass the two element array. So we have to do another open square bracket, foo, comma, bar, close that string, close the two element array, and then close the bracket that we're using uh, as the syntax to key into the h hash here. If we hit enter on this, we'll see that we get the value uh, baz back to us, or returned back to us. Now look, let's quickly look at uh, something to be aware of here. Let's make two new hashes. So I'm gonna say an a local variable, I'll point that to a hash that has a key for name. Again, I'll point that to myself in this one. And then let's do a B. And then let's use a string here as a key and the hash rocket syntax. Um, and then let's point this one to say Chris. And we'll close off that or end off that hash with a curly brace. And now we have these two hashes. So in A, we can do A, open square bracket, uh, the symbol of name, and that gets me back Colin. However, if we try to do that with B and pass it the symbol of name, we're going to get back nil because, again, we set the uh, key in this case to a string. So in order to access uh, the value Chris, we would have to say uh, B square bracket and then the uh, string of name, close the square bracket and hit enter. And then we see then we get back the value Chris. So with that, uh, I think this is where we'll end our introduction to hashes. And I would say, as always, you know, continue playing around in IRB on your own with this stuff. Go to ruby-doc.org, explore some of the new met or some of the other methods that are out there available uh, to uh, be called on hash objects. And from here, we'll be moving on to control flow. So I will see you over there.